Welcome Finbar Begley, Senior Research Analyst at Cavell Group. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining me today and I'm looking forward to finding out more about SD-WAN and how it can help UC providers today. So in this session, uh, you know, thank you for coming on board and uh, talking to us about, you know, what is SD-WAN, how relevant it is for the UC marketplace and what considerations and deployment models uh, are available to UC providers. So, you know, I'm going to get, you know, stuck straight in. Uh, Finbar, uh, thank you for joining me. I believe you're in London today. The sun is shining by the looks of things. <laughs> I wish it is uh, overcast and cloudy. Uh, <laughs> a proper December morning, sadly. <laughs> well, let's crack on. And in terms of, um, you know, t this, this morning's session, um, we've got some really good discussion points, uh, some great takeaways for the, uh, the viewers. Um, so, in terms of the first question, you know, I've been watching SD-WAN uh, grow and grow and grow in terms of interest over the past kind of year or two. Um, so, but there seems to be quite a lot of confusion around SD-WAN and what it actually is. So as the expert in the SD-WAN field, I was hoping that you could maybe just give me a quick 101 in terms of what the main kind of features and benefits of SD-WAN are. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the first thing that we have to think about when we're thinking about SD-WAN is that it's not anything particularly new in terms of how we build networks. So it's an evolutionary technology. It's not a, a revolutionary technology. Um, and really what we're talking about is, and if you followed the software defined trends in the network, in data centers, it's replacing hardware functions that were previously done by large boxes with smaller white label boxes that do a lot of the functions um, virtually um, using software defined technology through cloud services. So at, at the basic level, that's all that SD-WAN is. It's replacing hardware functions with software functions. Now, the benefits are that once you've got this new, more flexible piece of software in there, you can actually do a lot more and see a lot more because you've got a lot more access into how things are actually working. So rather than having a box that processes things and trying to get data out of that box, you actually have a platform in a cloud that tells you what's happening and because it's the software that's moving everything, you can actually see how the software is moving everything in real time. And that's where you start to see a lot of the benefits in terms of visibility and analytics. Now, we say it's an evolutionary technology because of course you had WAN optimization companies before that could tell you that sort of thing already. The difference is that now it's being done through a nice, easy to manage web portal. It's a lot easier to deploy and the boxes that we're doing it on are smaller. Um, the reason that there's a lot of confusion about what SD-WAN actually offers is that because it's a software-defined technology which combines a lot of older features in a new sort of shinier model, um, a lot of companies that used to do other things have started offering SD-WAN and based on what they used to do, whether it was security or WAN optimization or those sorts of legacy network technologies, uh, based on what they used to do, they now do different types of SD-WAN better, which will have a set of core features like network visibility, application optimization, and those sorts of things. But what they consider to be the main focus of SD-WAN is often defined by what they used to do before they started selling SD-WAN, rather than a specific definition of what SD-WAN means, because there are no, uh, there is one standard for SD-WAN at the moment, but the adoption of that isn't as wide as it could be. Got it, thank you. And in terms of the typical customer that would use SD-WAN, uh, you know, is it a single site, a multi-site? I believe it's a multi-site kind of replacement for something like MPLS. So to the UC providers out there, it, it, 
it's a multi-site kind of solution? So there's, there's a bit of a debate about this at the moment, right? Because if you look at the demographics for a country like the UK, for example, you know, you're talking about 90% of the businesses in the UK are small site deployments, one to two sites. Um, a large percentage of those are just one site deployments. And then you've got the large enterprises, which are obviously more people, but actually in terms of the amount of people working overall in a country like the UK, but even like the US and most of Europe, 90% of the businesses are going to be those single site deployments. So there's a big question about how SD-WAN is deployed and what the effective business model is. And this is how you know that it's still an early market. Because one of the things we see is that there is going to be an appetite for a version of SD-WAN that targets a single site deployment. So in the main at the moment, if you look at Europe, because of most of the people deploying the technology are your large multinationals and your carriers who are deploying it on request for large enterprises, most of the deployments so far are multi-site, you know, very large deployments that handle, you know, the 500, 600 sites at a, at a large enterprise. However, the growths in the market are going to be coming in at that smaller site you know, two to five. And there's been a lot of debate about how you create a successful business model for a single site deployment as well. Because if you can serve that 90% of businesses with a solution that increases their cloud performance, then you've got yourself a use case because you just sell it to so many more people, right? And that, that's where it becomes relevant. Because ultimately, SD-WAN is about improving the performance of cloud applications. And even your single site business has cloud applications. So if you can improve that performance of that in a cost-effective way, then you've got a customer. So that's an interesting question, I think. Indeed, so if we bring this into context for UC providers, uh, cloud communications providers, uh, CSPs, you know, even resellers, you know, looking to build out solutions uh, for themselves, you know, it's an interesting, you know, how we, take SD-WAN technology and, you know, use that to improve the performance of real-time communications, isn't it? Because everything's going cloud-based now. So improving that over-the-top performance is absolutely key. So can you tell me how SD-WAN then fits into the UC conversation? Okay, so UC is a cloud application, right? And in a lot of companies, it was one of the first ones that was deployed, you know, because we realized that we could do all this, this voice over IP phones. It was a lot cheaper. So people started deploying UC. Right? And that was fine, mostly, where you had decent bandwidth, until we reached a point where loads of other companies started moving their, their, their applications to the cloud as well. And then your UC traffic is no longer just the only thing going down the line except emails. You've then got you know, Office 365, and you've got the AWS connection, and you've got all the stuff that used to go to the on-site data center is now being sent to a data center somewhere else. So suddenly, all of this network traffic is competing for bandwidth. And it's not all, you know, it doesn't all operate in the same way. So the traffic that makes up UC is more sensitive to network issues, latency and packet loss, jitter, all those sorts of things, than a lot of other forms of traffic that goes over the network. So you need a way to view, enhance, and prioritize applications. And that's where SD-WAN comes in, because it's designed to enhance performance of cloud applications. Um, you know, and we've seen from some cases in the US, where you know SD-WAN is being deployed along with uh, UC to improve that voice performance simply by 
treating the traffic in a different way. A lot of the time, SD-WAN is being used to combine multiple links, you know, if they're MPLS, if they're, if they're direct line, you know, if they're internet, and just monitor them and figure out which is the best for UC traffic, which, you know, which is the lowest jitter and all that sort of stuff. And just basically make sure that the, the voice traffic and the video traffic is going down the one that suits it best um, to get the best form of conversation going. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and when we talk about the traffic for UC providers, it's interesting that as well, isn't it? Because, you know, maybe 10 years ago, that was predominantly voice, but now we're calling it UC, which is now voice, video and messaging. So messaging yeah. probably being the lightest, uh, but probably most important in a way. Um, but voice and video, you know, video can take or consume up to kind of 10 times the amount of voice, uh, the voice actually yeah. does. So that's interesting, is it, that UC providers are now facing not just, uh, you know, optimizing voice performance, but also the video and, you know, messaging applications. Yeah, exactly. And of course, you've got the other thing that because it's so, it is sensitive, but also it's so in the user's face when it goes wrong. You know, if, if this conversation, which we're doing remotely started breaking down right now, and we started seeing packet loss and pixels disappearing from from the screens we'd notice right away and it would affect how we're doing how we're doing business you know how we're, we're having a conversation so you know the uc traffic is is just important to get right to get going quickly and to prioritize because of how how you know obvious it is to the user when it doesn't work you know so you know talking about sd1 then how you know can a, a, a provider approach kind of sd1 you know, is it the UC providers or the cloud communications providers' responsibility to provide SD-WAN or, or, or is it someone else's? I mean, that's an interesting, you know, conversation itself. Yeah, and I think part of it will depend on size and depend on what sort of UC provider you are. I mean, if you're a small provider, are you going to be using SD-WAN or are you just going to find a way to figure out what the company you're working with has on site or what they're going to deploy? Um, I mean, the important thing that UC providers should realize that the first step is that you can't just say, should we offer SD-WAN? There's, it is a new technology. It will require new skill sets, new investments. You'll have to get people on your team who understand networks, how to architect them, how to build and deploy this technology. But given, you know, the importance of your network traffic anyway, having someone on your team who understands networks and can go into your customers and say, you know, I, I see you've already got this SD-WAN solution deployed or you've got this sort of network set up. This is how UC is going to work best on that actually becomes a, a vital component anyway. And we have seen some UC providers already running tests and things with all the SD-WAN providers to make sure that their solution is recognized and operates on those SD-WAN solutions in the best way. So that if a large enterprise does deploy that network version, and they have, you know, VeloCloud or, or, you know, Aruba or something like that, that their UC solution is already plugged into the console. Uh, the client can just select it off a list and then it will know how to treat the traffic best for, for them. So there are approaches to how to do that. I think the thing that is important is that there is a large risk in entering a new technology, but equally it's a natural upgrade for UC providers to sell something like SD-WAN because it works on your traffic, but it also improves the connection across the network and the experience across the network at your customer sites. You're already in that discussion in the room about how 
to improve and how much bandwidth they need and how to improve their network traffic. You're already giving them those sorts of advice because you're telling them how to make your solution work best. And once you're having that conversation, having an add-on that you can throw in that says, well, actually, if I put this in, your network will work better for me and for everyone else. You know, that's a, a natural side sell. So even if it requires more approaches, more, you know, more understanding at your own company, it can be a good idea. And there is a question about how much a UC provider actually has to take on in terms of a burden, because there are various levels of, of SD-WAN solution. You can buy your own platform, build it yourself, and, and what a lot of large carriers are doing, make it personalized to you. But you can also just get a managed service through one of the vendors and resell that as part of a bundle and just make sure they're integrated with your portals and your stuff like that, much like you've done with UC platforms for years. So there is a natural sort of, you know, if you're already reselling one type of technology, you can expand to resell another type of technology because you've got that expertise already. You just need to get people who understand how it's going to work and can, can make it work in that regard. Of course, that's re really interesting. And, and, you know, there are providers out there right now having a great deal of success with SD-WAN, I understand. Uh, we've certainly seen in, in the US a few use cases, um, sort of large providers who are bundling SD-WAN in with their UC. And they're saying that the gains in terms of quality for the customer, um, frustration with their platform, and just overall like quality of service that they can offer in terms of SLAs and things like that has just gone through the roof. Um, you know, and the customer complaints are down, churn is down, um, people are just much, much happier with the solution because it has less problems. And even if the line starts to get bad, it, it automatically falls over to another line and then the connection isn't interrupted and people just continue on as normal. So uh, we are definitely seeing, um, not in Europe yet, but in the US, SD-WAN adoption is going strong and people are seeing a lot of benefits to it, especially in UC. Absolutely. And, and service quality is a massive differentiator, isn't it, to the, in today's market. So, you know, kind of looking forward into next year, 2020, because this is December. Uh, we're on the brink of the new year. But, um, you know, what do you expect to see maybe here more locally in the UK, uh, wider Europe uh, from the SD-WAN and UC market together? So, I mean, from the UC market, I think we're just going to see a continuation of the trend that we've seen for the past few years. You know, more people adopting it. Uh, more people realizing they need it, more demand for video and voice calling. And I think SD-WAN um, in Europe, and especially in the UK, will just continue to take off. We've already seen rumblings from a lot of large national carriers that are going to start to offer it to their uh, mid-sized enterprise uh, companies. Uh, we've had a lot of people asking us, you know, the majority of my customers are small sites. How do I offer SD-WAN to them? What sort of SD-WAN should I be offering? Um, so we're starting to see those conversations, uh, certainly in the UK and across Europe, where smaller service providers, system integrators, UC providers are starting to look at SD-WAN and are starting to think maybe they should adopt it. So I think next year we will start to see a large uptake across Europe uh, of SD-WAN. Uh, a lot of the times it will be tied to UC deployments, um, just generally looking for that network quality um, overall, I think. Yeah. Great. And in terms of you know, reaching out to providers or providers reaching out to you for more information. You know, I believe you've got some events coming up and they can and contact you at Cavell Group anytime. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So next March, we have our um, CloudCom Summit in London. Um, and also we are working behind the scenes at the moment uh, on a, a cloud networking summit 
uh, in at the end of April, which more details will come out about then. So that is, of course, the place to go to come and learn all of your cloud networking needs. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn or, of course, uh, contact me via Cavell and I will be happy to answer any questions you have. Well, Finbar, thank you very much for jumping on the call today. Some fantastic insights there around the SD-WAN marketplace and you know, something we're seeing a lot of interest in as well. So as we go forward into, uh, into next year, thanks very much and uh, wish you all the best. No, thanks for having me and uh, happy Christmas. Thank you.